0: What's up, guys? How you doing? It's your boy Jay. Welcome again to uh, the podcast show, all things relationships. Um, first, I just want to apologize for the uh, the second one and then maybe the first one. I just have when I start talking, I just have this thing where I just want to yawn all the time. So that's what I do. It just happens. I don't know why. Um, but anyway, I apologize for that. Just bear with me if it does happen. Um, so anyway. I uh, hope you enjoyed the last couple of podcasts. Um, this one is kind of g- going to be uh, part two of the second one, Becoming Powerful. So, um, But this is going to be a little bit more specific about being in a relationship. So just to recap over the last one, uh, we talked about becoming a powerful person. Um, it was around self-value. So we looked at things around the importance of really valuing yourself and what that looks like. Um, Knowing that being powerful is an internal thing. It's not about strength and might and anger and yelling and control. Um, Another one is that we went over was having boundaries. So I talked about the house and inviting certain different people into your front yard, onto your front porch, into your room and uh, into the kitchen and just having those boundaries and that is okay. Um, A big, huge one um, is communication. Um, The next one, responsibility. Uh, So not really being the victim and just taking ownership and responsibility um, and not, when we don't take responsibility and we become the victim, we hand over our power to somebody else. We give that power away. Um, And also we had a little look at what it's like, what it looks like to um, show up and be powerless. So we kind of looked at different things like that too. So if you want to go check it out and you didn't check it out before, feel free um but in this episode we're going to talk about what it's just to kind of look at practical ways and ex- to exercise this in a relationship because it's very well by knowing it but how do we practically go about becoming that powerful person or when you notice someone is powerless in the relationship and supporting them on that um so yeah we're just going to touch that and these are just things that i've learned so this is not i haven't read this from a book or anything like that these are just Uh, things that I've learned and grown in becoming a powerful person so I definitely um know there's a lot more and you probably have some things to say and I would love to hear more um to add to the podcast as well but um yeah so just bear with me if uh it's not about right or wrong I'm just sharing, sharing my experiences so um and yeah so I think for me I also touched on last on that last episode um about being in a relationship, and what I was looking for, and the relationship between power and love, and uh, for me, I wanted to love, I wanted love, but when I found my power, it was then I felt love, and so this is kind of a little bit for you if you're very aware of someone showing up powerless. Powerless. Or this actually might be some good tools for you just to be aware of and how to communicate to your partner. And this is, you can apply this into your friendship and to family as well. Um, But this is really kind of speaking to romantic relationships. So we're, two people love each other. So this is kind of without controlling them and being like an aggro person. So let me just have a sip. Um. I believe that we're all a reflection of each other and, um, and to the people we attract in our lives. So, if we look around, um, there are so many similarities. That's why we are attracted to so many people. And um, yeah, so just look at the people that are in your life. And I always believe this truth that um, they're always teaching us something. Um, so, just noticing. Um, that you are in your partner or the person that you choose male or female doesn't matter um but just being aware that they are teaching you as well so when we notice and we have that awareness about someone we can quite easily go ha I know something more than you I really know who you are but sometimes it can also be a struggle when someone isn't showing up fully authentically themselves so where is the lesson in it for us as well so just be aware that they are teaching you as well because I definitely had missed that on a previous relationship. But anyway, let's not go there. So how do you create a space for people that are showing up powerless? Like what does it practically look like? And as again, like I said, this is just what I've learned in my journey. So um, I'm aware that there are many other ways. So let's take a look at number one. Take a look at yourself. Take a look at yourself. Take a look at yourself. Before you start pointing the finger at anyone else, just take a look at who you are. And you might be thinking, what do you mean? Justin Bieber there. What do you mean? But what do you mean? It's them, not me. They're the ones (laughs) that are powerless. And there is some truth in that. And I totally agree with that. But just, just look at yourself. Just bear with me here. So just stop. Look and listen, just like you are taught before you cross the road, because you can enter into some dangerous oncoming traffic and things that you weren't aware of, so you don't want to get smashed up by a car, which could be a conflict of, of a communication that doesn't go down the path that you thought it was going to go. So just observe and look at how much space you are giving your partner to feel powerful. That's kind of a, a, a big one because I think for myself for the for the the woman that I women's the women's that I chose for my partners and even in certain relationship friendships as well is that I wasn't really given space to be powerful. Definitely some friendships I would say totally because um they were fully aware of it. I was picking people that weren't aware of my powerlessness and maybe taking up a little bit too much space um, as well for being that powerful person. So, um, are you making all the decisions for them? So, can you see, are you doing all the decision making? Are you doing everything for them? Like, basically, like this is where we kind of get the mama's boy thing, I think. This is what I say is that your mama's boy is that mum does everything for you, or mama's girl does everything and doesn't allow you to um, make your choices because obviously I don't believe there's mistakes, but they're there to teach us and allow us to step up and step in to who we truly are. So, um, are you making all the decisions for them? That and this is around house staff buying food, all kinds of things. So, an example. This is just my example of how I've experienced it. Showing up for me, um, when you go out for a meal, and who orders the meal? You know, when you go out for dinner with your partner, who rings and makes the booking, or orders the food? Now, who is the one that is first? speaking up and taking the lead of the night with the waiter excuse me excuse me um we're just wondering where our drinks are excuse me uh is it okay if we grab some salt for the table because i need some salt on my fish whatever it is now that's not a bad thing but what are you allowing your partner to be a part of are you allowing your partner to be a part of the space with you And I'm not saying, like, this is a bad thing like that. Only powerful people ask for food and drinks and things like that. But predominantly, I think, when we speak to a, a male and female, uh, masculine, feminine, because if you're into guys and girls or girls, girls, guys, guys, that's up to you. But I think there is a somewhat of a, a position for someone to... Um, to take the reign of its protection or safety, and powerless people aren't safe because they aren't willing to stand there and stand for something. Um, but also, the there could be you could be afraid. I definitely, for me, that's what it showed up as. I was shy. It was always in me, and this is the thing. It's always there. We just create these stories about us not showing up powerfully. Um, Do you always pay, or do you share it? So it's not to look at this space like you're just giving them this space, um, but you're sharing this space with your partner. Another example, you both plan a trip, you show up, and you don't have to do anything. That was me. Most of my relationships, I wouldn't have to organize anything. It's all done. Now I'm saying this is a bad thing again to take care of someone, but I think if you haven't communicated with your partner, it's it's more if it just happens, you know, like because if you're aware of this, I think you're most likely to talk about your talk to your partner about it, like, hey, why am I always doing this? Can I have some support in this area? Or hey, I'm going to hand this over to you, um, and I suppose that's in some way sharing that space with um, your partner as well. But it's more like this is about like, like I'm 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 all for people exercising their strengths, and I think totally are strengths that we share, and one is definitely stronger, and sometimes it's, it's co- the convenience of it or just wherever you are. Um. But I'm I'm kind of talking about like, like th- is it reoccurring? Is it always a thing? Like is is he or she always sitting there doing nothing not speaking up or not uh, creating powerful conversations all that kind of thing so is it a recurring thing so as I said it's not just to look at what they do and and all that I'm always I'm always down for people exercising their strengths but I think um, I went through a lot of my relationships um, just existing time at times like I thought it was just... This is who I was. And I wasn't really... I personally wasn't stepping up. And I definitely don't think there were spaces. I mean, there were. I could have definitely communicated that, but I didn't know how. Um, to exercise my leadership and my power. And I wasn't taking responsibility for the day. So, like, if someone... Let's say her, because I'm into girls. She would always, she would organize the day. I would be okay with that because I, if something would happen... Um, then I wouldn't have taken a responsibility for that or organisation on it on the spot and demand that adaptability like bang on like like right now kind of leadership or that power like making those choices and so I wasn't taking responsibility for the day and that was a lot easier for me just to just to exist um, if things went pear shaped and definitely wasn't my fault but I think there's just a couple of scenarios to look at so I don't know if that relates or connects with you in a kind of way but I think like that's examples of day-to-day kind of stuff in our relationships that um, can show up so just to kind of recap that because it was quite quite a lot there it was um, actually we're going to go through and share more but like just sharing that space with your partner and not being too overpowering and dominating that space because I think powerful people are, are great leaders, and so being aware of sharing is that good? I think that's good. That's time for a drink. So, number two victim this is a classic one victim. So, it's this can be a little tricky. Um, so, it's about supporting your partner and not choosing. To fall into I am a victim. And also being aware. Everything after I am, you are. So being aware of their language too. But also um, you're supporting them in not the the essence of a victim. But you're supporting them in their choosing. Because I believe it's a choosing thing to be a victim. Because I was definitely a victim for my life. It was never fair. I never had a mom or a dad. Or I never had to be able to live at home when I was 16. And I never had this. And poor me. Poor me world. Poor me. And I think this can be like. It can be a big learning curve for you. Because what we can see in them. I think like we see it. And we, we think oh I need to fix them. But. It's an interesting subject, the whole fixing thing. I think I'll do a podcast on that one. Um, but for this is what I've learned is that that you can't help them. So you can support them. I think, I mean, definitely you can help them. But I think we sometimes look at the language of help is like they're going to die type of thing. So yes, definitely you can help them. But also I... I don't think this is the best way to go about it when you see someone being a victim. Never tell them what to do. I mean, only um, only if they've given you permission. And I've said this to certain people in my life when I would maybe shrink down or take a lower seat is that my friends would call me out. Excuse me. In this area. So they really hold me big. But you don't have permission or the trust built in somebody's life to be able to speak that. So never telling somebody what to do. Um, obviously, if you're paying for a coach, then that's what you're getting. So just deal with it. Um, but telling them what to do can also cause them to think less of themselves or rather they will explode in anger. And and it also make the connection between you and them not feeling safe. And the biggest thing... Um, it's so easy because we just want to say it right like this is i think this is how we're taught to learn just find the answer and do it but when it becomes emotions you've got to tread carefully because the emotions run deeper than who they are expressing themselves as and there's there could be a lot of pain and we're not aware of it all the time um so definitely not telling them what to do um and just being aware that when we push that it's like shooting at them and they're not going to feel safe within our presence so um but instead to look at it is you're inviting them into a powerful space so you're you are the invitation your words allow it to be an invitation to invite them into a powerful space because you're just inviting it's an invitation to a party and and sometimes they might have something else on or they might have other plans uh they might not be ready to get over it yet, or it's it's just for them it's unfamiliar it's new to go into an a new place where you don't know anybody or it feels unfamiliar it It feels somewhat unsafe, and so you might you might be their friend um that that plus one to go with so how do you invite them oh that's a great question jay um I'm glad you asked that question yeah um ask questions so ask them questions. Instead of saying, this is what you need to do, say, maybe a question around them being victim. is like, actually, how are you feeling right now? And then allowing your questions to point them into a powerful place. So not pointing them into a blame, not figuring out, okay, well, Tom said this, well, it's all his fault. But actually allow them to see it from a different perspective because it lifts them out of the rut that they're in. And it allows them your questions are pointing them in the direction. Now, so and remember it's an invitation, so being aware of your words, but allowing them not to blame getting into that blame game, the victim mentality, but also into that powerful place allows them to take responsibility, like, "Oh, I didn't know, yeah, you may be right, Tom did have a bad day, and he wasn't aware of it. Maybe I actually need to talk to him. I don't know who Tom is, but you need to talk to Tom. So asking questions is really, really good. This is something that I've helped with myself um, getting out of the victim. It's like, okay, well, what choices did I make here? How can I shift the choices in the future? And why am I actually feeling like this? Like, why am I feeling ashamed to take responsibility in this area? And this is, the, I think this is the biggest thing because as we start to ask questions, it's, it's an invitation for them to come in but just being aware they're not always gonna come in and so it takes time. I know it took me time to take responsibility in my life and it's a it's a scary thing. If you haven't done it for 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years, you know, you can't expect someone just to jump straight into the party. Um, you know, feeling that power feels great, but it's shifting out of those old habits so it's really, really new for them. And, and the other thing too, it's really easy to give them the answers. So just, you're opening the door, Allowing them to step in. Sometimes they might just stand there, and that's okay. That is okay. So, victim. Ask questions, and point them out of the direction of being in the blame game. You're pointing them into a, into a space of being powerful and taking responsibility. Now, this is my favorite because I believe this is this is super easy for for me anyway. Um encouragement I think powerless people, like I said in the other podcasts, like being a powerful person is having that self that self value. powerless people don't have a lot of value in themselves. they lack that self-belief in a lot of areas and sometimes that shows up in social areas so they might not be coming to parties with you. so be their biggest supporter. Allow them to taste their greatness and the encouragement that you give. So as you're giving encouragement, you're lifting them up with your words, allowing them to not be that victim, allowing them to come up, and they get a taste of actually what it's like to be powerful. They get a taste of what it's like to be great because you're speaking to who they truly are rather than from how they're acting because it's not who they truly are. So you're just encouraging them. Now, I'm not saying go out and fake it. Don't please don't fake it. Be authentic about it. Be real about it. And just if you find it hard to encourage, just say a couple of words. And as you get more and more practice being aware that I need to encourage, as you say a few more words. And as you start to know and you start to see, then actually you're becoming a different person in the moment as well because it's just kindness just show kindness, and acknowledge them for, I just said kindness wet. acknowledge them for the, even the small wins in life as well, and it's, it's, it's things like, well done, you got your rejo paid, or well done, you, thanks so much for doing the dishes, I really appreciate, like even those things as well, encouraging them in, in their acts of service that they do, it's just acknowledging them, but be also aware that, that there's not a place where they're, they're feeding off it, that they need it. But you're also creating that space um, to allow them to feel safe around you as well. So show encouragement and kindness. Um, yeah, so I think that's where I'm going to leave it. Um, I think this has been one of my biggest learnings um, in becoming who I truly am. And I believe that you are a powerful person. And you may not have felt that power before, but I want you to know that the power that the power is yours. You know, Captain Planet, but it really is yours to take, grab if you choose to take it. And it's going to take some work. I guarantee it's going to take some work, and you're going to learn a lot through those experiences. But I trust me. Don't be afraid. Find someone that you trust and feel safe with. But don't be afraid. Find someone, look at someone that you know that's powerful and and mimic what they do. And you'll start to find yourself from that. Look at how they take responsibility, look at how they show up, look how they posture themselves. But if you're in that partner and your partner, partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever it is, isn't showing up powerful, just remember to take a look at yourself. How are you showing up for them? how much space are you taking are you doing everything for them are you giving them room are you ordering all the food are you taking the lead all the time just be aware of that because i think when especially like i think i've encountered and this is not a thing about women but um when you've been by yourself for a while like it can come across like very independent and that I don't need you. So you do everything yourself and you're now so powerful in the relationship that it doesn't give space all that connection. I think too when when you're being overpowering and you're not allowing the, the power of connection between one another and allowing to share that space with someone, it does bring disconnection too. I know for me I felt totally disconnected but then I also chose to just sit there and do nothing about it too. So invite them. Be an invitation with your words and communicate. And allowing them not to be a victim. Come on man, you're better than this. You are. You really are. You're amazing. You know, I know what that person said, but you know, you're better than this. You've got so much wisdom. So much love for this person. Maybe that person's hurting. And that's why they lashed out at you. Or maybe it was just because you forgot and you just need to own that you forgot something. Whatever it is. But remember to ask them questions. Ask them how they're feeling. Not just how you're feeling. But like really dig deep and ask how they're feeling. Because powerless people don't have a lot of self-value. And a lot of self-belief and love. And understanding too. Like you're doing such a service for them. But it's also for you as well. Because now you're aware of how you can show up for other people in your life whether it be your mum, dad, brother, or sister, or community. And now you're going out there, and you're encouraging people to feel powerful, and you're encouraging them to not be the victim, but you're learning so much to know that everyone is teaching as well as you teach. Amazing, amazing. So that is just my three tips of how to become powerful in a relationship if you're seeing a powerless person. I hope you enjoyed that. Please um, hit me on my, on my Instagram as well. Um, I am recording these on an app called um, Anchor. So you can send me recorded voice messages. It's a free app. Just download it. Send me a voice message. Or send me a message on my um, Instagram. That would be cool. Just hit me up or my Facebook, whatever. Um, curious to know what you guys are getting out of it. Um, but ultimately, I know this is going to land for one person. So to me... That's who I'm speaking to. You that is out there. You're amazing. um, You're beautiful. And I love you. And I know it's hard. And I know that you're trying to show everyone you're doing okay. But it's okay to not be okay. I've been there and I've done that. I get it. But it's okay that you're not okay. It's all good. But just want to say you got this. Totally got it. If I got it, you got it. For sure. For sheezy man easy. Alright guys. Love you lots. Keep being amazing. Go out and be powerful. Create powerful spaces for other people to step in. Just be a boss. Laters. Woo!